0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to IGN Game Scoop. I'm your host, Damon Hatfield. Joining this, joining me this week are Sam Claiborne. It's so good to be here. What a week. What a week indeed, Sam. Justin Davis is here. Scoop. And Mark Medina joins us once again. Hi, Damon. Hello, hello, Mark. I, I, I wanted and you, no one else. I wanted <laughs> you to be on the show, because I think you'll have lots of funny things uh, to, to say about all oh, the big boy. news of the week, which includes just some, a completely massive and almost unbelievable... Xbox leak of uh, court documents that were accidentally uploaded to the court's website. And now, man, have we learned a lot about what Microsoft has planned for the next 10 or so years. You mean, and you mean the FTC Showcase? Yep, yep, the FTC Showcase. <laughs> the FTC Direct that we got this leak. Yep. It's, it's one of the best shows of the year. Definitely better than the recent state of really play good. in Nintendo Direct. 100%. Um, yeah. But first. The li- Xbox leak as, maf- as massive as it was was actually not the biggest news story of the week on IGN. The biggest news story of the week on IGN was uh the completely pathetic Switch port of Mortal Kombat 1. And what yeah. uh, what a yeah. joke that has turned out to be. Yeah. You reviewed it. We reviewed it, yeah. what we reviewed we get it? Four? 3. Uh 3 Maybe 3 3. Yeah. <laughs> that's, 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 that's
1: more than one threes this week. That's a good week for 3s on yeah.
2: IGN. And uh, if, this, this if, is one of those uh Sorry, sorry. I was just gonna say, like, this is one of those rare cases where we had a content plan, and then this just completely like tore it up because yeah. we we're like, oh man, this is really funny.
0: It's really cool. <laughs> it is really funny. It looks like just for the switch port. So first of all, when this was when Mortal Kombat One was announced, and we saw the switch version, we were like, huh, how's that gonna turn out? Well, I think what what they did yeah. is they just like uh, Control A, find all the facial animations, and then delete. <laughs> Just delete all the facial animations <laughs> in the Switch version. Yeah. Oh,
3: man. It's so it's <laughs> like, I, and I know, like, the Switch is old. It's yeah. old hardware, right? Like, I get yeah. it. Like, yeah. I sympathize with the people that had to get this port out. But it's like, they saw this, they saw this, and they were like, yes, release it. And release it for what? $70. And
1: wasn't, yeah. Ed, did is Ed Boon, I believe, promised to fix everything? It's like, you can't yeah. do that. Yeah, it's like, it's no. already,
2: it's, I don't, yeah, I don't know how they're going to fix weird, it. It's also weird. Is that there's no Xbox One or PS4 version. That's the thing. They're like, no, with next gen only, except for the Switch. Yeah, except for the Switch. <laughs> it's because okay. the target audience is still 10-year-olds. That's what I like, Mortal Kombat. Yeah. I mean I, I mean this does look like a... it looks like Mortal Kombat
0: from when we were kids. So <laughs> it does look like, like a PlayStation 2 era Mortal Kombat, maybe. I mean I get the the Switch is in this huge install base. They want, you know, they would love to be able to tap into that audience, but like no. And I know that NetherRealm didn't make this port. They farmed it out to, you know, a, a contractor. But, like, sure, no one at NetherRealm, like, had eyes on this before it was released and yeah. was like, hold up. Maybe we need to, like... I know what they did. Maybe this is a $50 version on Switch or something like that.
2: Mm. The, the problem is, is that it's not even... It's not even the egregious load times or the yeah. fact that it doesn't look great, but it actually is missing content that the other mm. versions have. Like, there's just some story mode things that th- they're just not in the full game. And so you're just like, how how do you strip this stuff out and then still justify selling it for the exact same price? Mm-hmm. Graphics I can get. And I get why they strip that content out because the game would probably run even worse. But like at some point, you have to kind of
0: realize that that makes the value <laughs> less. It's, it's so so strange. It's like whatever sales they can get off of like impulse purchases of... More casual gamers who just see it at Target and are like, "Oh, like I like Mortal Kombat, I'll get that." Like, does that offset all the bad publicity that they're getting now and like all the, the mo- the online mockery of, of this port of the game? I don't know.
1: I mean, the I thing is, the idea of like the behind the scenes of porting this because the fatalities are so unbelievably ridiculous <laughs> that they would have had the assets from the the, the main games, that the, the next gen games, and they would have been like, "How are we going to recreate these?" They're like. Well, we can't do as many brains in this. We're gonna have to just fill this with like the strawberry jam. And they're like, yeah. what about those eyes popping out? They're like, that's fine, but you know, uh, we're gonna have to re- you know reduce the smile under it. Like, it's
3: a completely crazy. The developer took the brain slider and just toggled it down. No more, yeah, t- no more brains. It, it's like the thing is, it's like Mortal Kombat. It, it's a one is a beautiful, gorgeous yes. game on next yes. gen consoles. And a great right, game. it's like so. Mm-hmm. And so that also, but but it doesn't just look bad and perform bad compared to that. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. it's not like Switch games look and, and, and have frame rates and load times so much better than this, like, across mm-hmm. the board. So it's like, what went wrong? What happened?
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah, it, it kind of reminds me of Pokemon these new games where it's like, well, the switch is underpowered, but it's like, but then tears of the kingdom runs perfectly. So like, they're like, maybe not perfect, but like, so there's some sort of like, yeah, it's like, what happened? Why does Scarlet and Violet run so bad? But tears of the kingdom doesn't like, I get that the hardware is underpowered, but like, you you just need two two characters on the
3: screen at once. That's it. (laughs) Mm. (laughs) This is actually
1: a good demonstration of the uh, very recent, much talked about argument about why, Uh, IGN doesn't give out, you know, the exact perfect arc of numbers all the time. Mm -hmm. And it's because, you know, IGN doesn't review every game that comes out. We review the games that are appealing in some way or of some significance. So a port to switch of Mortal Kombat, we actually didn't consider reviewing that Mm -hmm. until we saw it. And we're like, oh, this is worth, you know, advising people about, and it got a low score. And, uh, you know, for any popular game or game that, that's getting players, we'd review it. But there was a time, you know, I I, I kind of missed this era or just got the end of it. Where I, IGN, this is before the iPhone, really did, really did try to review every single game that was that out. Was because when back I then here. it was like, yeah, that was like every game on the Game Boy Advance. And believe me, it was a lot of games. Yeah. And you saw a lot more 10s then, which was funny. And you saw a lot more 2s and you to- yeah. it was just like that that's what happened that's when you get that bell curve that that shapes out where you have to actually tell people poor this game is poor or worse than poor because like you can't get past level three and that's happened at ign since i've lived, worked here there was a uh there was a bubble wobble game that like had some kind of game breaking bug and no no way to update it or the ds i believe do you remember that mm-hmm. and you yeah. just couldn't get past level 35 or something because of this and they're like well <laughs> that's 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 a one
3: on our scale the, uh, enjoy it uh, the, until that level to be fair all the tens in that era stopped once craig harris didn't work here anymore that's right he's... yeah
1: and gb color games stopped coming out <laughs>
0: uh we gave mortal Kombat one for switch a three it's not the only three we've given this year we gave something called gray hell incident a three in june and I think we gave something a two. I wish the
1: name of the game was called something called Great
0: Watson <laughs> uh, we gave something called Testament the order of high human a two in July oh, I've never heard of that
2: Were, are either of those Travis Northup reviews or are
0: both of them Travis Northup reviews that one is Testament is a Travis Northup review oh I got off our of site sometimes our site sometimes our site I will admit a little bit tricky to navigate uh, let's see, Grey Hill Incident, also Travis Northup. That that, yeah, poor, that poor man.
1: <laughs> I wonder I don't know why we reviewed those games in, 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 and there would have been like a reason based on marketing or like some kind of mm-hmm. interest a from a trailer we had is, is like a common yeah. way we make that call. But I, I think sometimes like we welcome people to pitch us on like, hey, I'm playing this game right now. I'd, I'd kind of like to review it for IGN. Sometimes mm-hmm. that would come about, although I, that would frequently or that would rarely result in a two. Guess what I'm playing right now. I can't (laughs)
0: wait to review this. (laughs) bad. This episode of Game Scoop is brought to you by NordVPN. As Scoop Nation knows, your Omega Cops have been a little obsessed with a movie called Weekend at Bernie's lately. But as happens too often these days, it is difficult to find it streaming here in the U.S. That's where NordVPN comes in. With NordVPN, you can switch your virtual location to a more enlightened region where they appreciate the comic delights of Weekend at Bernie's. And it's not just for streaming movies and shows. Switching your virtual location can allow you to save money by purchasing flights, hotels, and subscriptions from other countries at a cheaper price. And you can do all this worry-free as NordVPN threat protection features protect you from viruses, malware, and phishing sites. Best of all, NordVPN costs the price of a cup of coffee a month, and one account can be used on up to six devices. To get the best discount on your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com slash gamescoop. Our link will also give you four extra months on the two-year plan. There's no risk with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee. That's nordvpn.com slash gamescoop.
2: This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie,
1: a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a
2: thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more.
0: Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA member FDIC. Okay, let's move on to um, the massive Xbox leaks this year. There's there's so much. There's so much to dig into. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. None of it, it's interesting, none of it is really like that damaging to Xbox's like reputation or anything like it doesn't it's it's not stuff that like makes Xbox look bad we didn't learn any sort of like dirty secrets of Xbox but it's just like it's just, it was it, all kind of cool right it's I mean, like cool kind of well
1: but it could be bad for the
0: business wise just because everybody knows their secrets that's now. what I'm saying it was they like, like it, it was like kind of cool and exciting for us to just get all of the stuff that was mm. going to be announced over the next several years ahead of time and I'm sure that that's frustrating and embarrassing for Microsoft, but I, I I didn't think there was anything that like painted them in a particularly negative light. But Justin, do you disagree?
3: Um, I mean, n- 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 no, none of it's like that extreme. The one that jumped to mind when I said kind of was when Phil Spencer emailed all of his kind of lieutenants. So it's like, you know, Matt Booty and all these names that people that follow the industry know. Basically, like, guys, it is a dis- like they had no games. Yeah. Like that dry spell that they oh, had. Right. Or, like, 2000- we oh. had no games mm-hmm. coming out. And then, like, you know, and I know, like, look, I've sent emails like this. I've received emails like this. I've worked in, like, you know, professional environments for a long time. But the email is, like, kind of testy and, like, kind of slightly panicked of, like, what are we going to do? Like, get a plan together. And it's just, like, it's just weird. Like, these these executives are so media trained and um, just kind of uh, the image that they project out when they guest on shows like ours or do interviews or on stage somewhere is just different than, you know, They're just human beings that most it, of the time. It's weird just, to see
2: them talk like normal people. Yeah. Where yeah. <laughs> they
3: had to the like, And then yeah. just like the little notes that they had of like they were trying to chase after games for Game Pass. And mm-hmm. it was like these very sort of unvarnished, unfiltered notes on like, um, you know, why something may or may not be a good fit for that platform. It was really fascinating.
0: Yeah. And they were pretty dismissive. You should be delivering. Go ahead. They were pretty dismissive about Baldur's Gate 3.
1: Yeah. Yeah, what was the what was the, uh, the they call it a second run disc? a
0: second run Stadia PC RPG? Wow, i
2: I thought th- I thought they've come out recently basically saying that second run just meant like second run as in because it's already coming to PC first. Could I thought they be, I thought yeah, they, they kind of clarified that, maybe, that, they that they were that could like be true. that they didn't co- that they didn't consider it lower. Second run literally meant like the second run of the game. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, th- I, I just I didn't remember it being a Stadia exclusive either oh, yeah. i had no idea that that was a thing at some time mm-hmm. well, so i don't think
3: funny. it was i mean well, that, well sorry Sam, not to interrupt but that's a good just thing to clarify here is that some of these emails and memos are from years ago like yeah. two three yeah. years ago and most so most of them yeah. may, maybe Baldur's Gate was but i mean it was on steam early access for years so that <coughs> may have yeah. been outdated or weird info
1: yeah. It's it's still funny to call something a Stadia RPG, so you know, yeah, worked its I, way into my lexicon.
2: I, I think the biggest like blunder from it all is just the fact that this industry that we cover is so secretive. Yeah, that they crazy. don't they don't like things getting out. Right, like Xbox had two ways to announce everything that if. So we had the state of play. You mentioned it, Damon. We had the state of play, and we had the uh, direct this month. Imagine if Xbox was like, "Hey, we're we're actually going to do a, a showcase," and then they showed this is the console we got coming out. We got Fallout Three, Oblivion. That would have blown everybody's yeah. mind. And now they don't really get to do that. They're going to announce two consoles next year that people. We already know what they look like. We it's <laughs> well, not even a guess.
1: We have it, it. they're going to have to do it with a, with a goof on stage, right? I mean, oh, a hundred percent
2: you would think so because i think about i mean maybe they'll say
1: you guys aren't good enough to have this console if you guys want to read all these leaked things about our consoles then we're keeping it i
2: i think about the playstation showcase we had earlier this year which wasn't great but what made it worse in the eyes of like the public right was that metal gear solid 3 remake was their like big thing and it leaked right before the showcase so then when it showed up in the showcase Everyone's like, "Well, we already know about this." Mm -hmm. Well, it's technically not PlayStation's fault; it leaked, right? That would have been a cool, really big surprise, and that's what's going to happen now: is they're going to show Fallout Three and the new consoles and all that stuff, and it's kind of going to land in a thud. But that's not their fault. It's well, it's their fault because they were careless with their documents and it leaked. But other than that, like in the eyes of like the public, it's like, well, I'm, I'm, I'm. Curious how they're going to s- drum up excitement for that Alexa looking console. That's
0: going to be interesting. You're talking about the um, the sort of refresh next year for the the Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: Like they they have to. They we're seeing it right now. Yeah. And <clears throat> Phil Spencer was expecting to show this at you know Summer Game Fest or whatever next year. What we've seen it now. We know exactly what it looks like. We know everything about it. We know that it's not more powerful, but that it just has you know more USB slots and and is diskless and stuff like that. So. I really don't understand how they're going to hype it up now in that sense. Like the industry is kind of built on hype and they're going to show something we've already seen. It's it's unfortunate for them. Yeah, I, I don't envy that position. so I'm really
1: be... confused about this slide because I don't. I still don't know what "adorably all digital" That's means. That's what I wanted <laughs> to bring out. So,
0: yeah. <laughs> listen. I don't know.
1: Like <laughs> I was, I, w- I was, I was, on. I was working uh, on this story when it was first breaking, and working <clears> with <throat> our news writers on it. And my first glance at this very first slide was, I was like, "Hey." we, we got to look into this. This, this looks a little because like, like, you know, they had saw somebody share it on Twitter and I was like, we, we need to source this and, and figure this out properly. Like we always do. But I immediately was like, this is fake. I mean, look up look, Brooklyn yeah. is spelled wrong. Yeah. Why did funny? they spell Brooklyn too. that way? Yeah. And then the adorably mm. all digitalized, like this looks like a an AI designed this, this thing. And of course yeah. the improved sustainability story is kind of funny also, but you know, whatever iteration of this slide is, I just thought that was weird.
0: Maybe but it's tiny. You know, Maybe it is real. Is it's not, you know. It, it, this is not like a, a faked slide. This is like an internal slide. They would, mm. you know, show people at Xbox and Microsoft what their plans were, and I could, they could also show it to um, third-party partners as well. But yeah, it's called their Xbox Series X refresh. It's codenamed Brooklyn. They spelled Brooklyn wrong intentionally, I guess. <laughs> and then they say the most powerful Xbox ever, now adorably all digital. And I don't, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, my, my guess is. My guess is going off what Sam says. Maybe it's smaller
2: than we think, and that's where they're trying to pull the adorable from because they've removed the disk drive. It's now been, you know, by the time this comes out, it'll have been nearly four years since the original Series X. Maybe they found a way to make it like actually very tiny. And it's probably actually the size of an Alexa I mean, device. You can see which, the which button there, the, the X
1: logo, which is probably showing the you know the size of it and kind of the grill on the top. It looks a little smaller, maybe. I think also yeah. like with stuff like this, like what this is, is it represents some iteration of somebody's presentation that yeah. they could have been in their you know 1.2 version of and swapping words around and doing all mm-hmm. kinds of stuff. Like mm-hmm. why it ended up in this pile attached to these documents is
3: a complete mystery to us i mean that's the that's the other thing that makes this devastating so it's like if if this is if all these announcements are real it's devastating and if these announcements are not real it's devastating i mean we know that we know that they're real in the sense that they're real you know they're real from xbox but it doesn't mean like this slide could be anything this slide could have been like hypothetically what if we made something like this like we don't know for sure right and so like you know the stuff like you know maybe they maybe the oblivion you know remake has been canceled like because (laughs) because it wasn't working out like we don't know and so that that like it's that's that's what makes this so like heartbreaking for xbox is they're so damned if they do and damned if they don't like the wind is taken out of their sails when they do you know blow the doors off this stuff and then if it never comes like then then the expectation has been set already
1: there must be if they don't do that oblivion remake, that's gonna suck so bad. That was such <laughs> a good idea. I was like if the, and then remember that was supposed to be planned for this fall,
0: which is yeah. amazing. Well, I think it was noise planned for last year. We'll, we'll We'll get to the the game oh, last year okay. the unannounced okay. games a little bit. The
1: timeline. The alternate timeline.: There must be a feeling yeah.
0: internally at Xbox that they just can't catch a break because like after all this time, like Starfield oh. finally comes out mostly positive but some mixed reactions there but they you know certainly a, inter- a, a, a big success in terms of how many people are playing it 10 million players but then this happens immediately after the launch of Starfield like they just can't like get a get a w yeah how yeah, and um... their their showcase from Summer Game
2: Fest was actually really good Yep. Like, I, I thought that they had a really good showcase, way better than the PlayStation one that happened a month earlier. And so, yeah, you kind of feel like you're like, all right, we're getting there. This Xbox, it's it's been this joke among Xbox where it's been like, yo, know, it, it's coming. The good is coming. And yeah. uh, just wait till next year. And it does kind of feel like we're getting there. And it's stuff like this is very unfortunate. How, think- um,. How right. happy is Unity Unity this week that all this happened?
3: It's <laughs> 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 a
0: pretty big distraction from Unity, yeah. Yeah. Um, if, this, if this refresh of the Xbox Series X is all digital, I think that might be the most significant piece of information in all of this. Because that'll mean that yeah, except, Xbox's yeah. flagship console is now all digital. First of all, so it's going to be the same price. They're not lowering the price of the Series X. So ostensibly, it offers less value for the same cost but that means like it's like i think they're just flipping the switch i think microsoft is flipping the switch to be an all digital console company i don't think their next generation xbox which they all plans that also leaked here plan for 2028 i don't think after this they'll go back to having a disk drive so like is this what if the
1: next generation of disk drives are very small
0: and they can include those (laughs) maybe gamecube i think we'll be i think we'll be even smaller I think we'll be going back to the days of the HD DVD add-on where they'll be like, just like, it'll be, it'll be an accessory. Somebody
1: brought that up in a meeting. Damon laughed so hard, like harder than I've heard him laugh in a very long time. It was great. (laughs) Remember the Um, little mini Xbox and how it looked? It was like the tiny little ancillary Xbox 360 next to the Xbox. Yeah. It was just Mm. the fun, it was a very funny era. I mean, and also like, I mean... You know, there was a brief era, people still do this, I know, but it's just funny to have a disk drive next to your computer too, because like no laptops, at least MacBooks, they don't come with disk drives anymore.
0: I mean, the, the rumors about the PS5 Slim are also that it has like either a modular disk drive or it's detachable or something too. It's like, is this it or, or is it happening now? Are we going to be an all digital future now? Well, they? I mean, but they're... it sucks if it's still like the PS4, P, excuse me, PS5
3: digital is a hundred bucks cheaper. So if this is an all digital Xbox, but it's still yeah. five hundred bucks, that yeah. sucks. Like yeah. you yeah, need that it. Is a little That's a good straight. point. Sean. You have it has to be accompanied with like cost savings to the consumer. Like why would anybody give a shit? Like why would you care? Well, wait, is this one?
1: Is this one just the hardware? Because there's some one of them that they talked about was a 1.5, though, right?
2: That was uh that no, was, so they they the there's documents thing. showing their their yeah their actual next console, but mm-hmm. it, the the but details is, is are super. Is this X bang. Refresh a 1.5? Because
1: it no. says the most powerful Xbox ever. That's just what no, they call the series. The most powerful
2: X. Xbox ever is now adorably digital. So they're yeah, saying Series okay. X is now yeah. Th- okay. This one doesn't have any actual like performance improvements at all it's just yeah. okay. theoretically going to be smaller and all digital but their next console which they said is coming out in 2028 which yeah. i think most people could have guessed that's usually like the life cycle yeah, yes. um they they said it's going to be a uh like console cloud hybrid so it that even further like makes me think that yeah disk drives are probably they kind of
0: had their day as far so as is it time is for me
1: to get on my high horse about this
0: yeah yeah it time sure okay there, uh, yeah.
1: people's people's internet in the united states sucks people's internet yeah. in the world is even worse it's so bad everywhere i am da- i am in an g- amazing internet zone and i the game that i play this week which i can talk about now is cyberpunk and liberty mm-hmm. Ooh. Uh, that game had i'd re-download cyberpunk and i'd read and download channel liberty and a 2.0 update like it that took hours yeah. on, on like i live i have like a boutique Company feeding fiber optic internet to my house like mm-hmm. to get a, a launch game is gonna suck for so many people that
2: have to use these uh, uh digital only systems it's gonna be well, bad GameStop is just they're just gonna die like <laughs> they're already kind of struggling and, and their business is based off of used games and used games are just gonna go away yeah, yeah. yeah i mean the fr- and the
3: same stuff we've talked on scoop a lot about yeah. game preservation so yes. on and so
2: forth
1: yeah. yes yeah how, how many of those digital games will you actually end up owning if you're subscribing to a service and all this other stuff, right? Like your, your game library
0: is going to be very weird in 10 years and, and maybe
1: taken from you.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I, I'm just surprised. I'm just surprised that it would be happening this soon and that they'd, that they'd be this. It's, it would be like um, a huge shift in industry and Xbox mm. is calling it adorable.
1: Yeah. Can you imagine what the final hard packaged Xbox game will be? Like that's gonna be a really cool moment.
2: You know?
0: Also it's gonna be
1: like Just Dance Twenty Twenty Five. Oh yeah.
2: Oh yeah. It probably will be. (laughs) Well, I mean, they'll 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 keep making physical games at least until 2028 because the Series X and and PS5 still exist. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like so, those aren't going away. This isn't meant to replace the Series X. When I first saw it, I was like, oh, I got to buy a new console next year. And then I saw that there's zero like performance upgrades, and there's no point. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So if you own a Series X, this is a Technically, like it would be kind of a downgrade. Yeah. Except for that, it's just kind of smaller. Yeah. But you're just you're getting rid of something for the same price, and it's just now it's just digital. There's mm-hmm. there's no other reason to own it. Yeah. Someone will clip do, that same. Do route, we think
1: they we. are doing a, a a heavier duty, better performing console before
2: their next gen? Well, nothing about that least Phil said. Phil said no, he's already said no, and, and I, I, I get that that doesn't mean anything, but, like, yeah, the fact that not, none of that leaked leads me to believe. He said the Series X is our mid-console refresh, and seeing this digital one release, is you know, leak and, and is coming out next year, they they even have it down to the month. We know what month it's coming out. Mm, yeah, um, October. Shows that, no, I, I doubt there's going to be a Pro version, which is oh, weird because there's been a lot of rumors about a PS5 Pro, so...
1: Cyberpunk's a little uggo on it, That's a little disappointing. (laughs) On
0: Xbox? Yeah. It's too bad. Um what would this do? What would this mean for like smaller (gasps) boutique firms like limited run games? Like all (laughs) they do is make physical games. They'll make a lot of booklets, I suppose, (laughs) right? (laughs) I'll get, yeah, I guess I'll have to ramp up I just got the, it.
1: not from Limited Run, but I just got the Tunic booklet. Oh, cool. Which is the hard the hard version of the Tunic uh, booklet. But here's the problem. This drives me crazy. It came sealed with a little sticker on it, and the sticker's super cool. Mm-hmm. I'm never going to open that. <laughs> the whole point of this thing is that it's a collector, a cool <laughs> collector thing, and I, I really wanted to see what it looked like in print, but I'm not going to crack that seal. Who? What monster, what monster would crack the seal on a book that was made for collectors and has a cool sticker
3: on the the wrapping ceiling. Like, hmm. like, I mean, yeah, I would, I would. I would. <laughs> but, well, but like I. buy two first? Yeah, I might buy two. I did open all my Amiibo, you know, and I don't, I, I didn't regret that. Yeah. Um. I only, I, I only, I, I, I all my Amiibo
1: are still in the packages. But oh I Did buy two once, and I bought the Wolf Link because I was like, this is going to be so helpful in Breath of Wild. I used it for like a week, and then yep. I was like, I don't know.
2: D- don't, don't let Pear hear that because he'll call you the villain from Toy Story Two. Right. If he found out, he found that, kept... that all
1: the time. I, meant, <laughs> oh, but I, I but I, I just like point at Pear's collection and be like, look, 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 look at these valueless pieces of toys, plastic here. Like, <laughs> what have you done, man? And then I can just send him a link to you know, the, the gold
0: Mega Man from
1: the collection, <laughs> sealed in, in minted box.
0: I don't know. Like, I, I'm sure microsoft has the data um the series s is more popular than the series x we know that now um they have the data that nine what 85 percent of their game sales are digital maybe 90 percent so it's like from from Mm, their perspective sure i get it but also gamers you know hardcore gamers ign fans they love their physical games and they're very vocal about that so like yeah. When Xbox announces this, they're going to have a real uphill battle you know, against the that vocal community who wants their physical games. What, what if that at the time they made this slide, which was
1: potentially three or four years ago or sure. something, what if at the time they made this slide they were planning on releasing the Series X for more money? And so this is a discount. <laughs> What if the Series X was going to be seven hundred and fifty bucks, and so then they list this as like whatever five hundred? The the slide does the same Same, price though. It
2: does. Yeah, that's not good. Yeah, that's not good for my conspiracy theory. (laughs) Justin's got my he's got my wheels turning now because like this is again this is a marketing slide where they're pitching this to their own company, right? On the bottom left there, it says giving our fans more to love. Right, and so, and obviously, this is not a picture of a console, this is a a digital image, and so it makes me wonder, like, is this one of, like, four uh, of this image, but different iterations like this team is like this is what the new one should look like. Yeah. And then it, another team is like they're pitching their version of what the next one will look like. We have to and, be a
3: little bit cautious with stuff like that. Like it does feel like they're start they're getting their talking points in order, right? Mm-hmm. Like hey, it's yeah. better for sustainability and yep. you know, giving our fans more to love like these kind of talking points. I don't know what all new more immersive controller means. Like
2: Oh, what? no, they detailed it. They have a oh. new controller coming out Ooh, next. I didn't next see year. that. Oh, man. It's got pants on. I didn't even yeah, see the got, controller. It's it's got Tom, little little, Tom, little pants. He's, Tom, that, pull up the image if you had it. That could be
1: pants <laughs> in the uh, American uh, vernacular or British vernacular because it kind of looks like panties. <laughs> yeah, it has a uh, has motion controls, right? Gyrosion no, terms.
2: it's just got uh, haptic feedback. So they they oh. took, haptic. I you think know. it is
1: gyro, right?
2: Mm-mm. I don't just think haptic. so. Okay. Yeah, it's because you know haptic is was you know that's a, kind of a dual sense thing, like g- turning sound into vibration, mm. even though sound is vibration. Cool. Um, so that's them, you know, kind of adding that to. I know, right? Uh, that's that's them adding that to this controller. It's gonna have quieter buttons and all that stuff. The controller actually looks pretty sick. It's got, I might, it's I might, got yeah, an accelerometer. It's got a handle look, right? Oh, and then the other thing is, this is kind of a weird Wait, thing. Did, with did, the, did it already
1: uh, have an accelerometer, or is Mark did
2: Mark miss that? I don't know what an accelerometer is. What? That's what I'm talking about, man. It's motion <laughs> controls. You said gyro. Well, well
1: what? There's just technology. Oh. First, I said motion control. Got it. I, said, okay. I, have a I, I probably,
2: I probably missed it. I know the big thing was happening, but also like. This is this is built for, uh, I think it's built for cloud. Yeah, on the top left there. So this is a kind of a play on the Stadia controller because what made the Stadia controller so cool was that the controller itself could link to Wi-Fi so it, it would reduce input lag mm. uh, when playing a game live or playing a game on the cloud and they're adding that to this
0: controller. Lift, um, so you lift can see tech from other... Lift to wake? I don't need that. Yeah. My, my kids will yeah. find my... Xbox controller wherever I put it, I had to take the batteries out because they just will find it and turn it on yep. all the time.
3: <laughs> yep, yeah, <laughs> that's funny. Every controller is just dead constantly.
0: Yep. Um, this one's also rechargeable. Yay! Yeah. So this one's supposed. Wait, Mark, this is supposed to be coming out next year. Yeah,
2: this is earlier next year okay. too. It's it's but a weird that, staggered release. It's controller, then the new series S, and then a f- few months later, it's the yeah. series X. Yeah.
1: But is that is that the timeline and Earth Zero timeline, which has the Bethesda <laughs> games out this year
0: that aren't out? You want to get to the, you want to get to the unannounced games? There's lots of good ones. There. Yes. So yes. this yeah. is a, there is a list of games all from Bethesda, and it was from before they were acquired by Microsoft. So this is. 2020 yeah. i think when this list was put together and it was their like release schedule over the next several years so obviously a lot of things changed but in 2022 they plan to have the oblivion remaster and the indiana jones game uh, now obviously indiana jones I mean, didn't happen we're still waiting on that the oblivion remaster hasn't even been announced mm-hmm. <laughs> but like just the mod sky oblivion <laughs> like sam i hope that's real because yeah. i've never played oblivion
1: me neither I, mean, I can't either. like, I'll what? pay for the horse
3: armor. Just give it to me. Oh man. oblivion's really good. Yeah. I mean, y- you know, y- you would think so. Okay. Video games. I've talked many, many times. It's impossible to make a big triple A video game anymore. Like they just take years and years and years. And so like, it feels like every game is delayed. Right. But like, <sighs> you think a company like Bethesda would get pretty good at like having a sense of like, yes, this is a five year project. Right. Like, just to be so far off by a magnitude of years on these projects is interesting <laughs> to me. Yeah. Um, they also maybe you're about to get into it, Damon. Yeah. I, like I can't believe more people aren't talking about. Supposedly, according to that leak, Elder Scrolls Six is supposed to come out like only one <laughs> year. year or so after. Yeah. Well, Next yeah, year. yeah, yeah, yeah. Next year. Well, right, but like, but, but, but match it to Starfield, right? Like, it's not everyone yeah. has been assuming. That it's six plus years after Starfield. Yeah. And not according to Bethesda, it's only one, what, two years after or one year
2: after?
0: Yeah. Uh, one Be- year from, you know. Be-
2: Bethesda of 2020, correct? Of 2020. Yeah,
3: yeah. But I mean, so I'm yeah. not like, don't focus on the fact that supposedly it was coming out this year, but supposedly it was coming out. It was fast following yes. Starfield by so much. And that actually gets me super hyped because, like, that might, even though this release calendar is super, super wrong. Like yeah, maybe they have been working on that, that game
0: concurrently. Right? Work. Yeah,
3: like that—that—that's the clue is that Elder Scroll Six is like deeper in development than maybe we assumed it was, and well, it, it, know, it, we have to it, take it, all it, of our it,
1: level designers off of Skyrim. Or off of Starfield and have them make Elder Scrolls.
3: I, well, I think that's easy because Starfield didn't have level designers. It's all just exactly empty yes. planets. They're like we got to get them all out of there. Just randomly generate
1: some caves. Get throw the throw throw these idiots some caves, and then we will put you guys on castle.
3: But sir, don't these planets don't these planets need to have things on them to explore and see? No, don't don't worry about it. Should they have rivers at least? No, no rivers.
1: Are we going to do what we've been playing section? Because I'll save why I stopped playing Starfield, my essay. (laughs) Yes, we'll do that.
2: This this is also under the assumption that Starfield was supposed to come out last year, right? Mm -hmm. Because at that time, they thought it was uh, a 2022 game. So then in
0: 2023, they plan to have Doom Year Zero and its DLC not even announced yet. A whole new Doom
2: prequel, I guess. It's got to be a prequel.
0: That sounds awesome. I mean, sure. I want
2: to know why Doom guy, I want to know why he does what he does.
1: Ryan McCaffrey says that they've done uh, Doom. Uh, they've rebooted the first Doom game three times already. <laughs> and uh, th- i you know, it's hard for me to keep track, but I love that. And uh, it would be even better if this was Doom without demons. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's just like Contra or something, you know? It's just like Rambo in the jungle.
2: No, it's Starfield. It's He's called, on Mars with just nothing there. <laughs> nothing there. That's,
0: that's it. This is yeah. before the attack. And then, hey, uh, they
1: say they save level designers.
0: They can send them over to work on uh, Elder Scrolls. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, they had two other projects planned for this year: Project Kestrel and Project Platinum. Don't know what those are, although we're pretty sure that Kestrel is an MMO because f- it's from. It's been talked about by Zenimax and the uh, uh, Elder Scrolls Online folks before, so some kind of a new MMO. But then 2024. This is so insane. Think about how infrequently. Bethesda releases games. In 2024, somehow, they were going to deliver Elder Scrolls VI, an expansion for Project Kestrel, a licensed IP game, the Fallout 3 remaster, a sequel to Ghostwire Tokyo, Dishonored 3, and more DLC for Doom Year Zero. I mean, I wonder how much of that is like, the company was trying to be sold
3: at that time, right? Okay, So it's like like and yeah, and, uh, and i'm so not bad. accusing them like that would be like corporate fraud like so like but like maybe they're trying to like big up their like just the most optimistic rosy view yeah. Yeah. of like if every single studio hit all their deadlines like yeah you know
0: yeah Elder Scrolls 6,
3: I, I mean no
1: matter what like, so like Seeing this as like the, just through the prism of, you know, our reality got COVID is kind of crazy, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. there's,
0: a, there's, there's just so many more reasons why these got delayed now. It's just insane. So we, yeah. we know about yeah. Indiana Jones. What is this other licensed IP game they have? I know. What Bethesda licenses would they be going after? Yeah, I don't know. That's
1: very interesting. Remember, when we were Dave and I were in a meeting earlier this week and somebody mentioned that one of Bethesda's earliest games is a Terminator game. Huh. yeah I wasn't aware the of that but apparently true, yeah. like
0: other people
2: like Ryan that, that Todd Howard it. actually actually worked on I think I think those first were like first person what he PC
0: was... Terminator mm-hmm. pretty cool it's interesting That's they cool. were planning a Ghostwire Tokyo sequel I wonder if those plans have changed because no, man, no sure. one was super into that game <laughs> but there's no yeah. mention in any of this there's no mention of Deathloop which came out well, in 2021 I mean, and then yeah. so I guess they don't didn't think they were going to do a sequel to Deathloop I liked that loop.
3: Well, but that that wasn't out when this document. Like, why isn't it on this document?
0: That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. Well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I
3: mean, Maybe it was it out didn't in 2021. Have... Is that one of yeah. the code names? Is that one of the code name games that
0: didn't have a name uh, yet? well, except Maybe. those are those were planned for 2023. That would mean it would have shipped two oh, years yeah. early. So. Oh, yeah. Never mind. Yeah. I don't know. Weird. But hey, Dishonored three. I'll take it. I'm glad they're still yes. talking about Dishonored.
3: Oh yeah, so good. Well, I know. Well, could one of
1: those code names have been uh redfall then maybe maybe
0: except Obviously Redfall was announced except by redfall was supposed to be out last year and those projects are for this year so i don't know yeah of course when they were acquired by microsoft maybe more resources meant some things could be pushed up i don't know mm-hmm. although it didn't look like redfall had all the resources <laughs> it needed
1: what does any of this have to do with them acquiring activision I mean, yeah. It's just interesting that I guess these mm-hmm. documents were subpoenaed. I guess they were, but like, it's just crazy how much the court is seeing on bas- basing a decision on buying a completely different company. Yeah.
2: I, I tried looking into, but like, I don't understand. I don't understand the mumbo joke. But basically, it's like they submitted a document that um, is is super like redacted and stuff like that. But if you downloaded the document and then opened it up in like Acrobat, there were things secretly attached to it and it was just all of this <laughs> and that's what's like yeah. weird is like not only is that not great for the leak but it makes me wonder was any of that even supposed to be submitted to the FTC or did yeah. it just like is for some reason got attached to a document that they attached and or, or th- that they meant to send it and so is that none is of that, that is for FTC stuff is that microsoft's fault or the FTC's fault at Microsoft. They, the FTC's already proven that yeah. they were like, we didn't leak it. Yeah. <laughs> like, well,
3: okay. That I, mean, no, I, I mean, okay. No, like, I haven't read that aspect of the story. So I, I'm happy to take that at face value, except that the FTV, FTC is extremely motivated
0: to, like, to well, declare sure. it not right, their fault. Right. So, sure. but, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It, you know, Microsoft is supposed to upload their own redacted documents to this court website. Sure. I believe it's their lawyers that do it. So I think it was. Yeah, some lawyer had a really bad had a really bad week for Microsoft.
2: I just think like, it's Phil a, responded. I would think he would be I think he would be a little more blamey if if
1: I bet. If I bet the lawyer was,
2: was a was a was a
1: Mac user. And then Microsoft is like, no, no, no. You got to use you got to use Windows. If you us. And was just like he or she was just like, I don't know what I'm doing on this thing. I don't even I don't even know how to open a program. They're like all these docs were how, attached. On a he's PC like, now, I'm
3: lost. If you if you work for Microsoft, you're just some random like you're you're a designer. You work on the Xbox marketing team. Like you're you you're probably allowed. Are you allowed to use a Mac? Can they use Mac? I don't think
2: so. Can you imagine? I mean, yeah, I can't imagine. So, I don't know. Somebody's gotta. Somebody's got. <laughs> what about gotta be okay? Someone.
3: <laughs> so what about the people? What about the people at Microsoft that make the Mac versions of like Microsoft
1: Word
2: of, and of Excel? Games, yeah. yeah, they have
1: to emulate them oh, yeah, on PC. Yeah they still can, get a mac emulator they're, they're like look you have they're to, in a yeah. very
2: like they're in the back office <laughs> yeah. and they're using like Macs from like early 2000s and it's just like do you like, think, do you it think work. people
1: at sony like walk into an office room and they're like why the hell is there a toshiba on the wall yeah
0: <laughs> exactly we
3: don't we get hit those guys
0: <laughs> the other the other major sort of bombshell out of all these leaks is that in 2020 the year 2020, Xbox was actually having serious discussions about buying acquiring Nintendo. My goodness, that's the one I that irks me the that's most. I'm gonna... I do
1: serious. I think that's a bad spit on it. What? I think it's just like this is. It the said, boy, Phil really Spencer like said that Xbox. it would be
2: it would be a career moment for him to acquire yeah. Nintendo. You know which, what, Mark? Of it'd course, it would. A career would. moment for <laughs> you <laughs> for, too, you For literally anybody. But like, I don't know. That one bothers me the most. These are from leaked emails.
0: I'm quoting. Phil Spencer himself. <laughs> Nintendo is the prime asset for us in gaming. These are his words. He capitalized the. Nintendo is yeah, the but that prime mean... asset for us in gaming. And today gaming well, is our it... most likely path to consumer relevance.
2: Isn't there a line about, like, Nintendo is being slow about realizing that their
0: gaming future lies beyond their own hardware? I'll I'll let you know what he says. He says, I've had numerous conversations with the leadership team of Nintendo about tighter collaboration and feel like if any U.S. company would have a chance with Nintendo, we are probably in the best position. Then he says, at some point, getting Nintendo would be a career moment, and I I honestly believe a good move for both companies. It's just taking a long time for Nintendo to see that their future exists off of their own hardware a long time. I don't
3: this is a this is a nothing burger. This is someone saying hey if, Hey Phil Spencer would you like to buy Nintendo and he's like yeah I'd fucking love to and then that's it. That's what that email is. Like But
2: he's saying no... he's having he's having meetings with them trying to convince
3: them. Well, he's saying well, hey can I buy you and they're saying
2: no. <laughs> Those meetings yeah. could be with, it's just Phil and, and uh, Charles Martinet, you know, the new Mario <laughs> ambassador. And they're just, and he's, the he's man just said let's him, go. And he's just doing sound effects it's and Phil's cool. like, all right, we're getting nowhere.
3: I, <laughs> I mean, I get like, it's very, very, it's like, it's such a juicy email and like such again like such kind of an embarrassing leak but I don't think it's it's again it's Xbox saying we'd love to acquire you and and Nintendo saying no thank you
0: like that's what it is like it's it's nothing to be clear to everyone at scoop nation the idea that Microsoft could acquire Nintendo is a fairy tale it's a fantasy that would literally would just never ever happen in any sort of reality. It's like, it's so far from being a possibility. It's you, completely insane. You can
1: quote me on this. It's much more likely that they'd buy Sony or have a chance
3: of buying Sony than Nintendo. And
1: that's I mean, also yeah, I mean,
0: they're, impossible. It's just like, it's, that,
3: it's so that's crazy. What the, I mean, the, the, the conventional wisdom is if there's to be some megaton earth-shaking acquisition, it would be Sony and Nintendo joining forces to make like a Japanese video game conglomerate. Like yeah, that, that makes is, more sense culturally yeah. at least.
1: I mean, not only you know what he should have done though. He should have approached them from the Hanafuda cards upwards. Just be like, "Hey, <laughs> can we buy your paper card division?" and then work on that angle for 130 years, mm-hmm. and then jump into the video game
3: division. Do you think is that is that email dated Damon? It's from 2020. Is so, that so? How is that in relation to Activision? Well, long before we knew about. Their- but it just makes me it makes me wonder is like did, did I'm just and this is all you know fan fiction on my part but like you know Phil Spencer gets permission from you know the senior executive leadership team at Microsoft to just make some huge move in gaming mm. like mm-hmm. and then so then it's like okay let me get a meeting with Nintendo let me get a meeting with Activision and maybe that's where that came from you talked to it's everybody. like
2: activision was like the 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 plan b when nintendo's when when charles Martinet said no
3: yeah i mean i don't like, know all
0: right well in uh, the email just, he I'm talks just, about I'm how he's guessing. he's wooing bethesda so like that was already in progress yeah. mm-hmm.
3: so they were on they were in it they were in, a, they were in a acquiring like an m&a kind of mood yeah and then and then that's where that stuff came from
2: yeah that makes sense 2020 they, they, was a crazy year <laughs> yeah there's there's not many things that give me like the gaming ick like i i could i could play halo on a on a playstation controller or i could play uncharted with with an on an on a series x like that those wouldn't like completely like but i don't know there's something about like mario odyssey 2 on the xbox series x, you know with that it's just weird to me that's i i just like nintendo hardware and i like yeah. that their games are just so built for that hardware where they're able to get magic like Tears of the Kingdom running on a phone, an outdated phone. <laughs> and it's like, I don't know, that magic kind of goes away when it's like, all right, you, the next Zelda needs to also work on PC and all the Series X versions we have out now, which is like by this time could be
3: countless. I mean, it's not it's like and Nintendo is a slightly smaller company than Activision. Like it would have been a smaller acquisition by you know I don't know I don't know, like ten billion dollars give yeah. or take yeah
0: like I mean I, I mean so I believe they have the capital to do it but it's just like first of all Nintendo is phenomenally successful they're having you know yeah. the 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 this generation with the Switch has been incredible for them they don't need to be acquired literally no reason to but also I can't find a single example of a U.S. company ever wholly acquiring acquiring a Japanese company I don't think it's ever happened yeah ever.
2: Well, it's like, it would have to be a hostile takeover, which, which I don't think you can do. The Japanese from government wouldn't Japan. allow it. <laughs> right. And it's like, but even if it did, like, I don't know. How could you be happy about that? Like I, Xbox forcefully acquired it's just, Nintendo. Like that that doesn't make me
0: happy. <laughs> like that makes craziest. me really sad. <laughs> the good news is that will ne- it's just never going to happen. Just no never. never. Um, I, it, yeah. well,
3: this, the Mario movie probably put that to bed. And like oh, yeah. the theme park also seemingly doing pretty well. It's like, nah, that company is like the Switch 2, will it be a success or flop? Like you know, who knows? None of none of us knows. But like mm-hmm, this yeah. company is, you know, they're disnifying themselves and yeah. put them out of reach.
0: They're successfully they, becoming know. more than a video game company. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Sam and Mark, you're both playing Cyberpunk. Justin, you're not playing it yet, are you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh,
3: no, but I'm, I mean, you know, I'm yeah. on record as a absolutely love the game, so excited to dig into it, but yeah. not yet.
0: I, I will too, but I haven't started playing it yet. But um, iGin's review is up. We gave it, what, a 9 out of 10, I think? Everybody, everyone seems really happy mm-hmm. with it. Sam and Mark, you both like mm-hmm. it. We're talking about Phantom Liberty. Go for Sell us on it, Mark. Yeah, no, I love it. Like, I I can't,
2: man, I can't sell you on Cyberpunk without bad-mouthing other games, so I'll try. <laughs> just because, like, it's just so weird how this game is, like, kind of coming about, like, for me mentally. But Phantom Liberty starts kind of unlike any expansion starts right like it starts with such a bang that you're you're in from the moment you're playing it mm. um i don't want to spoil anything but like well, it has just such okay, a, cool it starts with a lot
1: of parking garages and okay, then the it starts happens. with
2: 10 minutes of parking right? you're correct it starts with uh we need it so we need to find an excuse we need to find an excuse to get you from here <laughs> to here and then once you're here then you're <laughs> then you're off and it so the, the first mission alone, I was like, wow, I, I really, it's so weird to think because like cyberpunk's been out for three years and and there's been so many great games, but playing through that first mission, I was like, man, I, I cannot believe this is a game. This is insane. And then it drops you into the world like like normal, you know, open world games do. And you kind of realize, okay, Dogtown's like kind of small. It's not super big. Like, it, it, it kind of hits you where you're like, all right, this is just more cyberpunk now. the The map isn't like radically different; it's just a, a new area of Pacifica, so it's like dirty and stuff like that. Um And you're like, okay, this is this is just more cyberpunk. And then what's happening on screen, but for the audio listeners, is you meet um, Idris Elba's character, mm-hmm. and he just like, man, he he takes hold of the story. And never lets go. I didn't think he would be in it a lot. He's in it quite a bit. Hmm. And uh, it's just Yeah, it's just and he awesome.
1: and Keanu Reeves share the screen a whole lot, which is yeah, really fun.
2: Yeah. I also wasn't sure how much Johnny Silverhand would be in it because I was like, did they get Keanu back to like do a bunch of stuff? He's in it a ton, just as hmm. much as he would be in the in the base yep. game. Cool. Yep. Um, but it's just, it's just the open world presentation that I forgot Cyberpunk has. And they, they like kicked it up a notch. I was sending our group chat like screenshots. Um, there's a part, again, I won't spoil. But you're with Idris Elba's character. And he's walking around a place. And you don't realize it. But when you walk in there, for one, the one thing to know is not a single loading screen happened on your way there. You talk to him. He tells you to go inside of a building. And and yes, you go down like an elevator, but he's talking to you the whole time. You still have full control. And then he's just walking around from place to place. And you didn't realize it when you first saw it. This is one of those magic gamer moments. But every time he stops, he's in this like perfectly lit spot of this like area he's in. And it's like, it's such cinematic storytelling when you have full control over things, yeah, I just it's hop just up like, and down it's, that whole time. <laughs> right. It, well, and it's Bounce. the Half-Life Two argument, right? Where it's like they're giving you all this exposition, and you're over here just like messing around. And it's like, but you don't you you become the cinematic camera. You're just following him, and then he he finishes sh- his spiel, and then you leave, and you're just like, what triggered that? What made that happen? He was just standing there. You talk to him. There was no loading screen. There's no dip to black. Mm-hmm. He just, mm. you follow him in, a thing happens, and then you leave. And then when you leave, they shut the door on you. And he's like, me and this character are going to do some catching up. And I just stood outside, and you can hear them having hear a them. whole yeah. conversation. Mm-hmm. They're, and they're just talking about something that I talked to our reviewer, and he's like, oh, I just ran away. And I'm like, no, <laughs> they give their entire, they're going to do this whole, like, we're going to, like, um catch up over the past couple of years because we haven't seen each other. And they, they talk for minutes, and they actually catch up. And you're like nobody's going to see that except for me because i'm weird and i'm eavesdropping and it 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 instantly reminded me like how much of a different level this game is on it it is it is pretty nuts mark
1: tell them about the uh the the chase sequence that you were telling me about
2: yeah wait In comparison comparison to the other one. Okay, fine. All right, here we go. So in Starfield, there's a there's a chase (laughs) sequence where you're chasing the hunter through the well of New Atlantis. Hold on,
0: let me ask a question. This is the hunter that you like meet in different places, and he's got a cool voice.
3: Oh, yeah. Sorry. (laughs)
0: Yeah. Cool. Um, And so uh, you're you're fighting him, and
2: he like disappears, and you have to chase him. And so you're chasing him. Loading screen. You chase him some more. He reappears. You, you shoot him because he's just kind of like all over the place. He just disappear- Loading screen. Loading. Like, the, I mean, it's Starfield. Okay. I don't care what people say. The game's got a lot of loading screens. And I, like I accidentally shot one of the townsfolk and all of a sudden my entire mini-map turned red. Because in this fight that they're making me do where it's happening... I there was a townsfolk person that I just shot and they're like oh now new Atlantis is hostile towards you and I had to (laughs) reload and I'm like what a I get what they're going for here versus the intro to cyberpunk is a chase sequence and it is it is like it explosive is the only way I can put it you're just like running and sprinting and sliding and you get a double jump right at the beginning and so you're like double jumping over people and like all this stuff's happening. And it's like, but stuff's happening in the distance, and it, there's not a <clears> single <throat> load screen. Like I can't gush about it enough. I have the, two. Like, I have
3: two questions for you.
2: The like evolution b- between what you, these two games that came out a month apart. How different they feel. Oh, that's so exciting! I'm
3: so excited. Um, it's so good. Okay, question one um i have a save game that's right it's like the mission that kicks off the point of no return is me not go at embers like that's where my save yeah. game is, and it's like mm-hmm. become a meme for the cyberpunk community it's like don't go meter because your game will end go do everything else right and yeah. like so can you pick up the dlc from there how does that yeah, feel so,
2: so- the second you log into your game, once you have the DLC installed, you're going to mm-hmm. get a phone call from a mm-hmm. character named Somi, Songbird, mm-hmm. and she's going to tell you, come meet me at Dogtown. They're going to put – and that's just your main mission. Mm-hmm. You're going to go to her, and that's what's going to kick this off. And that's that's what I was referring to With Sam was talking about the parking garages is you'll talk to her. She'll say, follow me here. There's a little bit of, like, weird platforming. And then that's where the expansion starts. But once you're past that first main mission – you're in Dogtown. you can just leave if you want Uh, some missions have you leave Dogtown. and
3: and so question two i like obviously the game the dlc comes out with the 2.0 patch that's available to everybody it's not actually a part of the dlc that completely reworks the skill tree from the ground up like you know it it makes meaningful changes to the game but like i'm curious like i love cyberpunk and i played it like i don't know 50 hours or however long you know Mm -hmm. but i can't I don't even remember
2: the skill tree in that game, right? Like, yeah.
3: Does it actually feel
2: different? Does yeah, the game feel I, like. I think a- it's, I think it's better now. So, so how it was before is, you know, you have your character screen with all your attributes yeah. and then you go into one and your skill tree would start kind of at the center mm-hmm. and it would go from there and on the outskirts of, is when the like higher level stuff is and it would be like you can't do this because your net running isn't at 15 or something like that Mm -hmm. now it's it's a little bit like more basic where now the skill tree starts at the bottom and it's separated in like four parts so everything on the very bottom is like net runner level five and then if you raise your net runner to level 10 or sorry not net runner intelligence then you get the next tier and then the next tier, and then the next tier. I'm gonna and make and you just my, go up from there. Got it. My character build is just swords. That's it. Yeah. Cool. Well, and what's cool is when you're assigning your perks, you just push a button and you can unassign it, so you can respec at any time. <laughs> the only thing you can't respec is the actual character screen with the five. You know, cool. I think. I think
3: right. every game. I think it should be if we if every gamers can make one gamer law. The gamer law that I would pass is 12 to 24 months after every video game comes out, it just has to give you free unlimited respecs
2: yeah it's like yeah
3: look it unbalances the game like you know but who gives you like the game the game's been out and now now you get free unlimited respects go nuts although
2: you get the keys to the kingdom
1: the the counter not isn't really a counterpoint to that but what i've discovered in playing the witcher dlc and this is that i rolled a new character and you get like in the witcher it was over the top it was like here's dozens and dozens of skill points i'm like yeah. You sit there for an hour trying to remember what <laughs> everything does. But what you can do is you can take your time doling those out. So you don't need to put them all in when you get it back. So when I came into Cyberpunk, I rolled for the Phantom Liberty. I rolled a new character and then it just skips you past act one and you get the phone call when you start and your character is rolled. However, it mm. also gives you a respect token, even for for the things that they kind of rolled for you. Cool. And yeah. so then you can you can play. So what I did is I played for a couple hours. And I was like, "Okay, this is not." I remember why I liked my character a different way, and then I respect. Yeah, I I think that was like a really good way to do it.
2: They're really proud of the new, which they should be. It's really cool. They're really proud of the new, like hacking queue, the netrunner stuff. So they do when you make a new character, because what I, I said to that. you, Justin, you yeah. can, you can. The other way is when you make a new character, you could just say Phantom Liberty, and yeah, yeah, you just immediately you're right outside Dogtown. So me calls and you go cool. do the thing, and yeah, they don't give you just like Sam is saying, like with Blood and Wine, where it's like, here's fifty skill points, have fun. <laughs> they build you a character, and the character is a quick hacking. Yeah, netrunner. I'll, I'll probably use that. I mean, I didn't play the original game that way. So I'll play I'll play Hacker
3: Man for the second <laughs> yeah. time around.
1: And you can choose a different background if you want to. You can choose your street rat or
0: Corpo yep. or, or whatever. To into. Yeah.
3: Oh, right. man, I'm yeah. excited. Man, cyberpunk's so good. I
0: know. I'm excited. It's for that so too. good. Sam, you wanted to share why you bounced off Starfield?
1: Oh yeah, it's just kind of a short, funny thing. Um, so I, I've been in—I've been playing two v- iterations of Starfield. One is my original save before I beat it, so I could do some side quests, and I've been writing about side quests. And then uh, one was uh, a new game plus, right? So I'm in the, the my old my old game, and I got to a point where I couldn't jump to a star system because I needed to do skill points. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, t- I needed to do a skill point into my star chart or update my my engine, which I couldn't do. Long story short, I didn't have money because I just had to do a thing for work where I had to pay off my house and I didn't have money. So I could either <laughs> grind for money and do a skill point there and then do that. Or I could grind for skill point and do uh, the skill. Point. So I grind for skill point, I get one. And then it's like, no, you have to unlock the challenge. I was like, oh, I forgot about that. What is it? I go in, and it was jump to 30 star systems. <laughs> so, so to do this one mission that I wanted to do, I would have had to go to a star and jump to another star back and forth. Mm-hmm. 30 times <laughs> yeah. to, to, to spend the skill point yeah. I had done side missions to do. So I was like, I'm dedicated. Cause I want to do this mission. This is actually operation star Justin, that I wanted to do. Oh. So then I bounced back to my new game. Plus I'm like, well, I can get to this, in new game plus. And I, and so I get to new game plus and I start that mission. And I was like, new game plus is kind of funny in this game. Uh, one thing I just like. It doesn't give you any weapons, like all your inventory is gone. So I'm in the middle of Star Seed, and all of a sudden I have to fight a bunch of aliens. I'm like, where's my guns? I've been (laughs) just like talking to a bunch of people for two hours. And then I was like, I have no guns. So then I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to go do some other missions just so I have some guns. Think how convoluted this is all getting already, right? Like, I, this is all getting really convoluted. So, this is all in one night. So, then I go and I'm like, okay, what's the best option here? Well, I'll just go on some artifact runs to get artifacts and get more powers because that's the new game plus cycle. You can skip the main mission, get some artifacts, and yeah. So, mm-hmm. I start my artifacts and I get in the first one, and it's the same motherfucking mine I've been in so many times, yeah. so many times, and that was it. That's when I quit. So I, I did yeah. some of Star Star Operation Starsteed, but that was mm-hmm. it.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I also yeah. I also bounced off Starfield this week after about twenty hours. Uh, just felt like I was kind of bored and frustrated, and it's just like so many things. And after twenty hours, there was only really one side quest that I thought was particularly interesting. Those temples it, it are is the puzzle uh, the dumb puzzle really the same in every single one? It's I, like what. I, Every, well, time. That's, well, remember,
1: every time well remember damon that would have been my fate too because i would have had to have to have to do those artifacts and then a temple for each one too so mm-hmm. i was like okay so i'm gonna play the same science facility six more times the same mine six more times and the same stupid power puzzle six more times yeah. which i'd done 15 times by then in my core game and I'd, I'd had to do these like stuff for work as i said like to loop it so it's like i was just I just couldn't I, do it anymore. Yeah,
2: I, I said it the last time I was on Game Scoop, which was like two weeks ago when we were talking about Starfield. And I'll, I'll say it again: it's, if you're enjoying Starfield, awesome. But 2023 really is one of the best years for gaming, like mm-hmm. ever. Yeah, and there's just too many, too many good things. I didn't think Starfield would like kind of fall in that sacrifice of like i'm not gonna play starfield sorry there's like too many good things to play but it, it just did for me and now yeah. i'm like i'm full in on cyberpunk i haven't beaten it yet because as a you know guides person you eventually you play and play and then you're like all right now i gotta do the guides work and it just has you with a hundred hour save with like no progress um but then it's like I'm so excited for like Assassin's Creed and then Spider Man and Mario I mean, Wander that I'm never I mean, gonna go back.
3: Yeah, I like you know it's negative on Starfield last week and I also stopped playing it. I don't think it's a bad game. Like I actually like Not the shooting. Game. I everyone Not seems to game. really hate the ship designing. I actually find it really fun and rewarding. I found that interesting. Like there's a lot of stuff I really like about it, but like the quests were boring, the characters were boring, and it's like. Mm-hmm it's it's just not interesting yeah. to like yeah. you know kinda... i like the cataloging i like the cataloging planets like i like a lot about it but it's like it's an rpg with boring characters and boring quests
0: so yeah, yeah. i mostly had great two weeks for it but on the flip I, side I two weeks i've been playing Baldur's gate 3 and that, that was the, it, hey. it's not a boring game with boring quests and boring yeah. characters no. it's great
3: it's so good
0: so good uh, it's cannot, so good
3: it's it's un- I mean, I I know I've been ranting and raving about Baldur's Gate three on this show, but like I, it so came out of nowhere for me and absolutely blew through my expectations. I know. No. Don't let me
2: get started. It's, at some point soon, Damien, I- let's do a segment on the show, and then I'll get into it in more detail. Okay. okay. I. So that, that that's what I was going to say at the beginning of my cyberpunk rant is, is the problem with Starfield for me was that I played a ton of Baldur's Gate 3. Yep. And so it's like if you want an RPG with choice and consequences and everything you do matters, it's really hard to kind of like bring back de- – come down from that. And I'm like, yep. okay, but this is like – this is more of a first-person shooter action game. And then it's like now I'm playing yep. cyberpunk and I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah this yeah. is a first-person shooter action game. And so between cyberpunk – And Baldur's Gate, Starfield, like, it doesn't do anything for me. And you're talking about quests being boring and stuff. And I feel like I have to just play through the Crimson Fleet storyline because everyone's like, it's so good. for for, It's the best thing in Starfield. And I'm like, that's such a weird, (laughs) like, bar, though. If it's the best thing in a game that I find almost nothing about it interesting. (laughs) then.
3: That's, that's an interesting observation that like you know that starfield gets middled somewhat by like baldur's yeah. gate 3 is an rpg with more choice and more meaningful kind of like you know uh reactivity in the game world and your ability to sort of approach things however you want and then cyberpunk is a better kind of like first person action you know i don't know i call it an rpg but like first sure. person action experience like mm-hmm. so then that yeah. leaves starfield kind of it's better than neither of them at those things. Um, and you know, and then I, I I think for me it would have been better received had I not spent eighty hours in
2: Baldur's Gate 3. Yeah. Exactly. It's so weird. So many games moved Baldur's Gate moved out of the way yeah. f- specifically to not come out when Starfield came out and instead killed starfield for me i mean one of the greatest one of the greatest
3: bu- business decisions you know yeah. because if they came out day and day it still would have been overshadowed right it, it would yeah. have been, it would have taken a month for people to say well wait a second i actually oh. think this other game is the business you know yeah.
0: like yeah. yeah okay they they accidentally found a lot of success <laughs> yeah baldness 3 is great i'm loving it Okay, yeah. running long on time. We got to move on. That brings us to video game twenty questions. Our suggestion this week comes from Vince from Northeast Indiana, very specific location. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. With that knowledge, Northeast let the questioning even... begin. Uh, okay, we can do a mini speed round.
2: Maybe
3: uh, did this game come out in the seventies, eighties, or nineties?
2: No. Uh, let's see. Okay, um, is this game exclusive to any platforms? No. All
3: right. Do you do you play as a human? Yes. Was this game uh, developed in the United States?
0: Um, hmm. I actually should know this, but let me just double check.
3: That's fine.
2: Let's well, just tell us the game. Maybe one yes, of us knows. Yes, yes, yes. Developed yeah. in the United States. <laughs> All right.
3: Okay. Not exclusive. Would people call this an indie game?
0: Hmm. It's kind of on <laughs> the it's kind of on the cusp between okay. indie okay. and big, big game.
1: That's five. Would you say that multiplayer is the focus of this game? I would not. Okay. Um, uh, is this? From the Xbox 360 era of consoles?
2: No. Ooh. Okay. So possibly what? PS4, Xbox. Okay. So is it from the PS4 era of consoles? Yes.
3: All right. Nice.
2: Was this available on the PS4?
1: Yes. Okay. So cross-platform definitely had a release on the PS4. That's helpful for us.
3: Did you? Yep. Do, did we answer yes? He no. plays a human.
2: Yes. I, already, I already said forget. yep. And then it's like it's not indie, but not AAA. Borderline. Maybe it's yeah. border,
3: maybe it's Borderlands.
2: Yeah. Maybe it was published well, by like EA or, or yeah. Ubisoft or something. That's what I was gonna say. It's like something like No Man's Sky is is technically an indie game. No man, really No mansky triple a kind of like connotations mm-hmm. about it because it, it was published by originally by playstation yeah no man's mm-hmm. sky is a pretty good guess does this game have is this game science fiction yes that's 10 no way no way that just happened it might have just happened <laughs> I thought crazier was being, things have happened
1: <laughs> it, i can't remember if it was european designed or if it was u.s it is it's it's
2: a uh, uk hello okay games. so so it's not that game are you sure
3: Hello Games, yes. it
1: oh, yeah, was US design.
2: His, he said it was American based, yeah. Well, and it's also up for debate whether or not you play as a human in No Man's Sky. You never see any people. <laughs> the most human like characters are in a full spacesuit. Um But it is a sci fi game. But I feel like we're on the right track, yeah. Could be uh, a, is this a first person game?
3: It can be. Could be outer worlds. Yeah, or yeah,
2: made by Obsidian. Outer Wilds. No, oh, Outer, Outer Worlds. Worlds. Oh,
3: okay, yeah, yeah, I I know what
2: I said. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, because I that to me that's a AAA game. It's Would you it. call this an RPG? Yes. Okay, could still be Outer Worlds. Could be. Oh that's wait, it. no, Outer Worlds is only first person. I don't think it has a third person. But... Might. I thought all RPG games came Can't money. you like click the stick well, that's Obsidian. down? And... what's the the difference yeah 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 what is the difference (laughs) Uh, maybe it does have a third person i can't remember um Um, i mean the sci-fi rpg
3: first and third person modes does this game have you
2: traveling to other
3: planets yes Mm. yeah i think is this game made by obsidian i'm sorry is it made by obsidian yes
2: yeah. Oh,
0: okay. So it is Outer Worlds. Okay. Yeah, is it Outer Worlds? Good on-theme on game. It is Outer Worlds with 15 questions. Nicely done. Uh, I don't
2: remember you being able to go third person in this game, but I guess If so. you can't,
0: then that's on me. I thought all of these types of games, you could go back and forth. Yeah, I would have assumed that yeah. too, but <coughs> yeah. I can't remember. Uh, this game's really good. It's a good. Yeah. It's a perfect Game Pass game. Oh, This is a AAA game it's, to you, Mark? I only... I said... You know it's like it's made by obsidian it's published by private division it, that's what i was going to say is it's it's tough
2: right because it's like i feel like obsidian is a is a is a triple a studio but this is also pre-acquisition <laughs> so you know, pre-ac- pre you know uh,
0: microsoft ac- acquisition so and i was really yeah, hoping this would be a, a stadia rpg but you couldn't find <laughs> one right I couldn't find a, a second run Stadia PC RPG. You know. <laughs> I, I, to be oh, fair, boy. I didn't mean that in an insulting way. By the way, I just it's
3: a little bit smaller scope. Like you know, it's it's a game yeah. that's it's like a, a Fallout, game. but but yeah. it's like you know twenty twenty five hours long, and you yeah. still do the whole thing to like, collect your companions, and it's like oh, it's great. I played it on Game Pass and loved
0: it. Yeah, I love it too. Yeah, and a sequel, a sequel's on the way. Hmm? Yeah. Well, nicely job. Thank you for the suggestion. Vince from Northeast Indiana. Viewers, listeners, if you have your own suggestions for video game, 20 questions, email them to me at the email address gamescoop at And that is all the scoops that we have for you this week. Sam, you're going to be out for the next couple weeks. Is that right? Uh, I'm here next week. I'll be here. You're here next week. Okay, good. Uh, well, everyone, please be excited for another Game Scoop next week with Sam, Justin, and a mystery guest. Who will it no. be? I don't know. Stay tuned to find out. Thank you to Sam, Mark, and Justin. Thank you to Tom and Ryan working behind the scenes to make this episode possible. My name is Damon. This is IGN GameStreet. And we're out.
2: <laughs> Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine. erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator.